Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're very welcome to this channel, Narcon. On this channel, we delve into all things narcissistic to understand how the narcissist operates, what the narcissist does to us, um, to understand this and educate ourselves so that we can heal and move forward and avoid this personality type going forward. Guys, do whatever you can to support the work. Please like, share, subscribe, um, contribute in the comments. That's very healing for a lot of people to read other people's experiences. Um, stay strong, stay with us, and let's get into today's topic, which is what the devil does, or what a, a narcissist does, if, if devil isn't in your vocabulary, it sure will be after you've dealt with a narcissist in full. Um, so if, let's say, you know, you or I were the devil and we wanted to take down, you know, we were based in evil and we wanted to take down good people, what would we do? What would be most effective? So again, I often go in terms of warfare because this is what I believe it is. Having borne witness to people's stories and my own, um, this is what I believe it is, a spiritual warfare, and there is no other way I can describe it. So if you were, let's just call him the devil for want of a better word, what would you do? Where would you hit? Where would you go to make the most amount of damage? Um, I would go to the enemy stronghold. I would go to the churches. I would go to the belief center. I would go to the headquarters, God's headquarters. I would go to the mosques. I'd go to the synagogues. I'd go to the new new churches. I would go to the churches. I would go to the houses of God. And I would pose there as a man or woman of God. And I would manipulate the system. And that, guys, is what's happening. There is so much good work done by wonderful spiritual people in these houses of God. And just one bad egg, one old narcissist getting in there as a religious spiritual person can destroy the reputation of God's houses. And how better to take down people's belief systems than to get into the headquarters, the people that are putting God's word out there and the teachings of God, to manipulate that situation, to get into the enemy's stronghold. And that is the place where you will find a lot of these devils dressed up in priests' robes, in rabbis' robes. That's where you will find them. So please, if you come across one, do not just diss the whole church because you've had this experience. Know that this is a very covert and clever and diabolical manipulation of an evil person to get in the places that are most sacred to us, where our beliefs come from, our salvation, our place of rest, our place of spirituality. And a lot of these people that are in there, that are narcissists in our churches, will manipulate the word of God to suit themselves. They will cleverly use different 
excerpts or expert excerpts from the Bible or from the Quran or from any of God's ancient books and twist and play with words to suit their own agendas. And they will get involved closely in people's lives and be able to manipulate those people who trust in them to help them. Some people will say that they have to do, you know, they feel God calling them and it's God's calling that they do such and such. And I remember one person told me the story of a very disturbed childhood where her parents, she had no stability. They kept moving from one place to the next under the under the sentence that they felt the parents felt God's calling to go from place to place to place to place to do God's work. But they weren't caring for their family. They weren't doing God's work on the ground level with their own family. So they were doing what suited them and their purposes, but not living a godly life is what I'm trying to say. So be very careful in institutions. Narcissists love institutions. They love the fact that because you're in an institution, people coming to the institutions already have a trust built up in the people that are running them because they're it's God's house, they're God's servant. So people automatically will have built up a, a big level of trust because they see them wearing the robes of God and they see them reading God's books. And it's a very clever deception. So be very aware of that. Look at the person's actions. Even that sometimes they will do acts, good deeds. In fact, they will they will promote their good deeds so that people will know about them. It's the good ones that do it quietly, that don't do it for the attention or for the manipulation of the good deeds that they're carrying out. So guys, on a personal level, a person can appear very religious and that can really, really build in trust if you are God-faring or believe a believer and the person claims to be also, it can bring you to a stage of trust with them very quickly, which you might not have if you met someone who say wasn't wasn't a believer also. You know, you'd maybe take more time with that person to see what their values were if they hadn't got a set of values that were linked with whatever religion they were. I'm going to read you um, a brilliant comment that a subscriber left. And my goodness, he apologised for leaving such a long comment. I'm going to read some of it. I would say to you, thank you so much for leaving this comment. He's telling, he's telling his story of, I suppose, how he trusted this person because of her statements about who she was under the, the flag of religion. And it's very interesting. And let me read it and see what you think, guys. So I can't remember what video it was on, but the comment starts off with, I agree with you, Paula. So this is his story and see what you think and if it resonates with you. I found it very interesting in relation to the religious narcissist.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I met this woman a year ago and we were together for eight months. She is a doctor. Again, a doctor, you know, respectable profession, showing accountability, the year is studying, helping people. So that sets up a, a tone for someone that that's, you know, it's it's a good starting point, let us say. I helped her in everything. She exploited me financially, even though her salary is higher than mine. Narcissists, this is second nature to them. They they have to be getting an advantage in a relationship. I literally helped her in everything. Anytime she needs something, she calls me, I do it. She presented herself as a very caring and very religious and always prayed before meals. I'm a Muslim, she was Christian. I knew she was anti-Islam a lot. For me, I used to focus on what can bring us together and said to her that we both believe in the same God. I tried to make it simple for her that Islam is very similar to Christianity. For me, I was happy she was a Christian because I know what Christianity values are. However, in reality, she was too far from that I was driving with her, then a notification of Tinder came up on her phone. She was caught red-faced. Very embarrassed, she told me that she is lesbian curious and she wanted to try another girl with me. I said, I'm sorry, I'm not this type of man. I want to build family with respect and good values. I decided to give her another chance hoping I will change her, as I thought maybe she was just lost. However, what she did for me at the end was crazy. She got me to quit my job to go live with her, and in the last months she discarded me. Thank God I got my job back. At that time I didn't know about narcissism. It's just people... I thought it was just people full of themselves, but not the devil. She silent treated me. I kept calling her for closure. She put a restraining order against me. This guy's is so typical of the narcissist. They love slapping restraining orders on people. They will use the law process to silence you. 
that was a big slap for me as I never as I have never been to court or anything like that. That's when I knew she must be possessed by the devil. So just hold on, guys. There's another bit to this I'm going to find. This comment is really interesting. Okay, guys, I've got the second part of the comment now. I can read it. Um, I grew up in North Africa for uneducated with uneducated parents. I lost my dad at an early age. I had a very abusive mother and brothers. I have been physically assaulted many times, but I didn't turn devil. I actually care a lot for people. I'm very empathic as a person. To conclude, I do agree with you, Paula, they must be possessed by a demon. Shitan, as we say in Islam. Thanks, Paula, for the, the information. We need to spread knowledge about these people. My brother is uneducated too. He got in a relationship with a narcissist too. She drove him crazy. Lucky I was there for him as I provided him with information about narcissists. He was like, oh my God, that's exactly what's happening. I thought him about trauma bonding, gaslighting and cognitive dissonance. There are many of them in this planet. That's what statistics say, one to six percent. I have a co-worker always criticising me as I earn more money than her. But since I found out about narcissism, I resigned two days ago just to keep my sanity. I will always find a job as I have a good profession. So I'm taking three months of holiday to enjoy and reflect on life. Thanks, Paula, and sorry for a long comment. Well, I am not sorry. Thank you very much for that comment. It's, I'm sure, going to be very helpful to a lot of people. It's an example of how the narcissist will use Christianity, supposed Christian values, by saying prayers about, you know, before meals, by saying that they believe in something that they do not, in fact, practice. So again, the lesson for us all is to not take things at face value, but to understand that there is a covert narcissism out there, to watch what people do, and I don't mean to be hypervigilant or to strike a person down the minute you see what could be a red flag. I mean, over time, it's important to move slowly with people and to make assessments and to not have your initial assessment coloured just because somebody says says they have good values, says they're a practising Christian, Jew, Muslim, Hindu, whatever religion they will bring up and not just paint a picture of them then as a good person because that they say that they're a churchgoer, that they're actually a minister. Use your discernment, guys. This is a way in, this is a way into God's people. This is a way into his churches. This is a way into your life so that they can build your trust and then from within destroy. Godspeed to you all. Have a very blessed day. And I will see you all again shortly. 
Please leave comments about your experiences with the religious narcissists. It would be very helpful for people going forward. Thanks, guys. Bye for now.